You're listening to Dumb Down Tech, where we break down tech concepts and we go back to the basics. Today, we're going to talk about what makes a good antivirus and what makes a bad one. So let's start out by simply stating that a free antivirus does not meet the needs of your company. A free antivirus is great if you don't have anything, but it doesn't cover all the features that your company needs. It's free for a reason. It's a teaser. Here's what we can do, but you want the best you have to pay. (laughs) It's always pay to play with antiviruses. Now, even though you do pay, there are really good antiviruses out there, and there's some really, really crappy ones. I'm not going to name names today on which ones are good, but rather what to really look for. And the reason why is because one day an antivirus could be great, and then the next year, it sucks. This seems to be a trend, and this is where your IT professional comes in and determines which ones really work and are effective. A great way to find out what's effective is to read reviews, but you can also read reviews that have charts that describe how many viruses were actually removed or prevented. Viruses come in different forms, ransomware, Trojan attacks, worms, and so most of these companies put their antiviruses through some testing and also third-party testing, and the reports will tell you what the rate of success was. So it's very important that whenever you pick an antivirus, you look to see what the reports show. And they'll be very clear and direct because they cannot hide that with a third party. Now, just because you read those reports, that's not always enough because you need to test each antivirus that you deploy in your system. Sometimes you deploy a virus that has great success, but it slows down your systems quite a bit. Uses a lot of memory, uses a lot of CPU, the scans just bog things down, which really create a hassle for your employees. So what you need to do is load it on your machine, do a couple scans, try to throw a few bad links or viruses on there if you know how to do that or your IT professional can help you and see if it stops it and see how user-friendly it is. Most of the times in companies, nobody knows the antivirus is there because everything's managed on the back end. But if you're going to load it on your own system, you can put it on your system and just see how your computer reacts. Now, it's okay to test out different products, but it's not okay to have multiple virus protections at one time. And the reason why is because they can conflict with each other or one another can think that they're a virus and then stop each other. So you never want to put multiple antiviruses on your system. Now, another good way to find a good product is to reach out to the IT community. They invest a lot of time, research, and sometimes even money to find the best solution. Now, not every antivirus is the right solution for your company or for your personal computer. So they'll be able to kind of point you in the right direction to what works for you. Now, antiviruses come in a few different flavors. They use a lot what's called signature base. So they see a virus, they look at how it performs and acts, and what does that look like in code? And then basically match that code to an existing database and then report that as a virus. Well, there's something that's called zero-day attacks, which means 
you don't know what's coming. You don't know how to stop it. So there's new features and advancements in antivirus and malware protection that look at how your computer is acting or how that program is responding. And it'll actually stop the virus in its tracks because it sees something's a little off, a little weird. Okay. And that flavor is really now targeted more to cloud antivirus and malware. The difference between your computer running from a local database, like a signature database, and a cloud database is that you're going to get those updates, finds that companies found, and report that quickly and be able to track any new type of viruses that are out in the field. I recommend going to a cloud-based antivirus. A really good one right now is Bitdefender, which we use for our company. Now, I said I wasn't going to name, but I want you guys to look at that as an example of a cloud security provider versus looking at somebody like AVG or other similar antiviruses to that. Now, most of the companies are moving to a cloud version because they realize the power. But not all antivirus companies are there yet. So you really need to take the time to study that. There's other forms, a way to protect your computers other than antivirus and malware. And the biggest thing I tell everybody is keep your Windows up to date. Keep your Macs up to date. Keep all your devices up to date. They don't release security patches for no reason. When you put those patches on your computer, you are stopping an existing hole or attack that a hacker has access to. It's very hard when those holes are patched for somebody to get in your system. But if you spend weeks and weeks and weeks waiting to install that, you're just exposing your computer for a few weeks. So the longer you hold off, the worse it's going to be for you. But you take that to heart and install those patches. Don't wait. Now, we all know that Windows patches sometimes cause issues for the computers. But rarely is that the case now. For the most part, you don't really get affected in a negative way. You will occasionally, but then you rerun the next update and you're back to normal. Now, antivirus is great, patching is great, but what about just browsing the internet and things coming in from the outside world into the inside world? Well, you have something that's called a firewall. A firewall blocks information coming in or out of your network and allows you as a user or company to control how traffic comes out and in. So since we're dumbed down tech, let's keep this simple. If you want to block somebody going from Facebook, you can on your router say, don't allow somebody to go to Facebook. And they can't. <laughs> Same thing. If you didn't want somebody from outside the US to access your computer system, you can block anybody with an IP address outside the US. That's from a simplistic level of how a firewall works. Now, we have what's called next generation firewalls. And those firewalls actually have an antivirus and malware scanner on the firewall itself, which looks at incoming traffic and outgoing traffic of your network and decides whether or not to let it pass through based, if it's clean, 
or if it has some malicious content. Now, you as a user have the option to say, okay, it's malicious, but let it come through. And you also have the option as a user to say, stop it in its tracks, which is probably the best idea. Now, an IT professional can really help you determine the rules to set on your router or firewall. One of the same, but the firewall is a little bit more secure than just a standard router. So I hope this gives you a little bit more insight on how to protect your network, how to choose an antivirus or malware scanner, and to really think about the importance of security on your devices. If you need help from an IT managed service provider who can really dig deep into this, you can call Corporate Design Solutions. They are always happy to give a free IT consultation and show you what you need and how to protect your information. We have enjoyed you listening today and we'll be back again next week. Today's Dumb Down Tech was sponsored by Corporate Design Solutions. To learn more, please visit their website at corpdesignsolutions.com or feel free to give them a call at 702-350-1000. 